Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of the Uncivilized Podcast. This is Trey Verboom, your host. Welcome back, or welcome if you are new to the world's most kick-ass podcast on how to uncivilize yourself, how to unplug from the matrix, how to live a kick-ass life, whether you are a man or a woman, although today I'm speaking a lot to men, even though uh, women will get a lot out of this by understanding the men that they're with or the men that they're dating or the men in their lives or the paradigms that their sons may be getting pushed into. Now, I'm going to talk about the 1950s Marlboro Man paradigm today, and it's opposite the sensitive new age guy paradigm. And just touch on them because I think it's really important to revisit some of these basics from time to time. You know, I follow a lot of, quote, men's writers, and I follow a lot of people in my space, and I have a lot of respect for a ton of them, uh, although I think a number of them are just writing specifically for women under the guise of being men's coaches or men's writers, or they're just writing poetry that, like, I read it and I feel good, but I don't really understand what the hell I'm supposed to do now. And so I'm going to be hitting some of the basics here in the next couple of weeks, and this is a really important basic the two most prevalent societal paradigms. And if you don't know what a paradigm is, it's a collection of patterns, a collection of attributes, or like an archetype, like a figure that you can put. You're like, oh, I know what that means. Like if I say the word mother, you have an idea of what that word means no matter where you are on the planet. Now I digress. So what are the two most prevalent societal paradigms for men? What have we grown out of and what have we grown into? We grew out of or we're growing out of or there's a section of men or boys and men who have grown out of the 1950s Marlboro Man paradigm. And for those of you who are too young to realize or see this image, there are all these commercials or ads when I was growing up in magazines of this like stoic lone cowboy out on the range with a hat pulled down and like a shirt kind of unbuttoned smoking a Marlboro cigarette. He was the Marlboro man. Now, like that dude died a lot of cancer, but that's a different conversation. But the archetype or the paradigm of that is what so many of our fathers were and what so many men are still in the middle of the country or areas of the country that will just say, and I don't use this like to be mean, but just areas that aren't as progressive or conscious. So not on the coast. And that is the 1950s Marlboro Man. That is the guy who is unemotional. That is a guy who says like emotions, that's weak. It's for pussies. Don't be a baby. Don't cry. Men don't cry. Like that kind of uh, attitude. This is a guy that wants to do everything on his own. Right? He's the lone wolf. He doesn't need any help. Never needed help. Never wants to ask for help. Like doing that's weak. Showing any kind of humanity is weak. Right? Like the lone wolf out there just bearing the elements. No problem. Can handle everything. Like that guy. That was a lot of our grandfathers. And for, I'm, you know, 46 years old. That was also a lot of our fathers who were raised by those grandfathers. These were guys who just didn't have space for emotional intelligence, for for emotions to thrive. They didn't have, there was no understanding of mental health with men. It didn't even exist, right? The answer for most men's problems was like, go have a drink. That's how we culturally dealt with emotion or the lack thereof. 
right? This was my, you know, or a good chunk of my upbringing was like, well, I can't have emotion. Emotion, like we watch Rambo, we watch Commando, we watch like all of these action figures who like never feel pain, never experience pain, never have heartache, never have loss. Or if they do, they pick themselves up and they just move forward. This isn't, this isn't that healthy. Like a lot of us get it, right? It's just not healthy. You can't have relationship and be in relationship with a 1950s Marlboro man. There's nothing to be in relationship with. There's no intimacy. There's no connection. As Dewey would say, there's no contact. That guy is closed. I would say 60% of the time, especially when I first started writing about this stuff, this is what women reached out to me about. Like, I can't connect with my man. I ask him how he's feeling and he doesn't know. Can't show emotion, won't show emotion. I know something bad just happened. Like, you know, had a family member die, didn't cry, won't cry, pretends like it's not affecting him, but man, he's drinking a lot. You guys getting this? Like, it's probably pretty easy to see this paradigm and to see where we may be adopting some of it still in our lives. We may still have shame around emotion, right? Oftentimes, when I get groups of guys together for workshops, They'll say it's the first time, this is the first time I've cried in decades. And it's definitely the first time I've cried in front of another man. And that's, that's heartbreaking to me. But it's real, and I get it, it's real. So just look at that and realize, okay, that's a thing. And most likely in the West, especially in the U.S., it came out of a time when we didn't have space for male emotion. We just didn't. Right? Like, look at my grandfather's life and my dad's life that, you know, grandfather's life was World War II. There was not space for emotion. You can, like, imagine storming, about to storm Normandy. And they, like, stopped the boat and were like, Stuart, check in time. How are your feelings? Right? They didn't need to do that. They're like, we don't give a fuck about your feelings. Go, go kill Germans. And then those guys come back from the war. Imagine what they saw, all the horrors of that war. Imagine what they saw. They had a country to build. They don't have time for emotion, right? Coming out of the Depression, they don't have time for emotion. My dad's era, Vietnam War, didn't have time for emotion. Or if we did, we were still shaming it. So for a lot of these guys, and I hope if you're listening to this, the answer was alcohol. And I have no problem with people drinking. I don't drink, but I don't have a problem with people drinking. As long as they're not doing it to numb emotion and they're using it as a crutch for their mental health in absence of getting help. So just know that's very common in the Marlboro Man. Because guess what? You can't hide from emotion. If you read The Body Keeps the Score, any book about trauma, when shit happens to you, it doesn't go anywhere. Buried feelings (laughs) do not go anywhere. What do they do? They come out sideways. They come out in addiction, they come out in anger, they come out in violence, they come out in holes being punched in the wall, outbursts at at your kids, right? A blackout drunk night, a coke habit, porn, whatever. They got to come out though. So that's paradigm A. Paradigm B is the overswing of the pendulum from being raised most likely in a society or by a man or around men who were 1950s Marlboro men. You get that? The pendulum swung too far over to the overly emotional side, the sensitive new age guy. This is the guy who just lives and dies by his feelings. Not only does he feel them, which is good, 
but they run his life. This is the guy who has no backbone, who has no direction, who has no mission, has no purpose, who's most likely underdeveloped emotionally, immature, but very sweet, very sensitive, very lovely. And I'm not picking on anybody, just saying like, this is the paradigm. This is what we see a lot now in younger guys of like masculinity's bad. Therefore, I don't want to be it. Dad was abusive. Therefore, I don't want to be anything that has to do with anything about being a man. Right? The sensitive new age guy, though, he doesn't get his needs met. He doesn't want to get his needs met. He won't admit that he has needs. He just has emotions. He won't admit that he wants to do something with his fucking life because that means taking a risk. That may mean being, quote, more of a man, stepping into a man role. If we look at the 1950s Marlboro Man, it's like the, the masculine, if we go to the edge of the spectrum, it's the top end of the spectrum of masculine with no feminine, no heart, no emotion, no care, no empathy, no compassion. If we take the sensitive new age guy, he's all the way up on that spectrum of the feminine, sensitive, caring, compassionate, beautiful, lovely, and yet doesn't have any of the masculinity in him, is not penetrative in the world, does not have a mission, isn't around other men, is scared of other men, intimidated by other men. He's, gosh, just one of the girls. A lot more comfortable around the girls. Always invited to hang out with the girls. Not a threat to any of the girls. But yet this guy is equally dangerous as the 1950s Marlboro Man because while the Marlboro Man, is, when his shit's coming out sideways, he's punching and drinking and screaming and having breakdowns. The other side, the sensitive new age guy, he's having his stuff come out in manipulation. He's having his stuff come out again in addiction. Look at that guy's porn history. I bet you he's watching a lot of it. And I bet you it's hardcore shit that he's not sharing with his, quote, girlfriends, right? And this guy is most likely depressed. This guy is most likely anxious. Not to say that there's anything wrong, like I'm not picking on mental health. I'm saying one of the roots of those two issues for a sensitive new age guy is he doesn't know what the fuck to do with himself. And if he did know what to do with himself, he'd be afraid to do it because that takes drive that takes the ownership of power, that takes looking in the mirror and be like, yeah, I have the ability to fuck some shit up. I have the ability to be dangerous here. Right? If you, and I know I'm sidetracking here, but if you take a look at the uncivilized logo, it is the male symbol, the arrow, and then half of a symbol for poison, and the other half is the half symbol to the antidote to poison. We have to accept as men that we can do damage before we can recognize then and alchemize that power into something more positive, which is the antidote to damage or the antidote to poison. We need to be able to do this. This is a man who's stuck constantly in his pain, as opposed to the Marlboro man who's avoiding his pain and denying his pain. The sensitive new age guy is just stuck in his pain. He doesn't know how to metabolize his pain. He doesn't know how to transform his pain. He doesn't know how to say, wow, that fucking sucked. 
that life situation, that death, that injury, that catastrophic event, here's what I'm going to do with it. Here's how I'm going to use it as fuel. This is a man who's collapsed, right? And you can see it in their bodies usually. Shoulders are slumped over. I'm not saying everyone needs to be an athlete, but not a non-athletic posture. Sensitive new age guy isn't standing upright. His energy isn't calm. It's not grounded. You don't feel safe around him. On some level, he's slimy as hell and sleazy as hell. If I alluded in the beginning to a lot of the, quote, men's writers and men's authors and men's coaches out there, a lot of them are these guys personified, just still living and dying for female validation under the guise of being a, quote, safe man. So fellas, listening to this, like, figure out which part of each archetype you may still have. Or you may be fully in one and be like, holy shit, I had no idea I was a sensitive new age guy. Holy shit, I had no idea I was a 1950s Marlboro man. And women listening to this, is your man one of these? Is your man one of these? Are you attracting one of these over and over and over? If you are, look for the benefit that you get in the beginning. Wow, I don't have a man who's overly emotional in the beginning. I get to have space for emotion. Or, oh, wow, here's a man who's very emotional in the beginning. I feel safe and comfortable and we can cry together. But both of these guys end up being challenges at the end. You Marlboro man, eventually you need to break down and express your emotions. You need to be around other healthy men. You need to laugh. You need to have community. You need to have tribe. And you sensitive new age guys, you got to find your fucking balls. You have to own the fact that you are a man that comes with strengths, that comes with power, that comes with responsibility that you may not want to bear. Right? When I was first diving into this work, it felt like those were the only two options, which is why I created the archetype of the uncivilized man who has the drive, who has the mission, who has the purpose, who has some of the stoicism and the resiliency and the toughness and the grit of the 1950s Marlboro man, but also has the sensitivity, the emotional intelligence, the heart, the compassion, the kindness, the empathy of the sensitive new age guy. But he's worked through both archetypes and is on the light side of both as opposed to displaying the shadow side of either. I hope this helps. Again, just going to hit some basics here for the next couple weeks. If you find yourself in one of these, take a peek and ask yourself, what are you afraid of about the other? If you're a 1950s Marlboro man, what are you afraid of about being a little more sensitive? And who made you that way? And if you're a sensitive new age guy, what are you afraid of about being a little more tough, being a little more masculine in quote? And who made you that way? And that's where your work lies, guys. And for any of you who are listening to this who are still identifying as nice guys, often the sensitive new age guys, you guys are nice guys, check out my course at manuncivilized.com forward slash kill the nice guy. That course is the, is the first one that I turned evergreen, like made it so you can watch anytime or be a part of any time that has now outsold all of my other courses combined. So that thing's a hit and that thing works. So if you're, if you're finding yourself as a nice guy, 
or you know a nice guy, send them there. And there's a, a free webinar that you'll get that I did on understanding the nice guy, where he comes from, how we got there, et cetera, that you can dive into as well. If this was helpful to you, please share it. Please go to iTunes, Spotify, all the things. Help me grow the podcast again. I think we grew by like 40% last year. And our, you know, my goal for the year is to get to half a million listens, which is a crazy idea, even though I know there are guys out there with like 50 million listens, but I'm slowly chipping away at them. All right, folks, love you. Have a great rest of your day. Go kick some ass. Go be uncivilized.